When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to the Luca Beach Show. It is Thursday. On the look at Pete Shaw, a pre-Christmas battery special on the 14th of uh, December. Uh, Lukey Miller, you know I'm uh, trying to import a car. I do know this, and I'm very excited for an update, because last night when I was with you mm. uh, at a social event, mm. you were showing us the progress of the car as it was going through the Suez Canal, which is yeah. very exciting. It's a, it's, a, it's a project that started in September when uh, my life wasn't quite as complicated, so it, 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 I just feel that this project arriving early January might not be as warmly received. <laughs> but it's only a car. It's only a car. Is there I can any... always push it into a river. Is there any... <laughs> Don't do that. Is there <laughs> Back any more... from where it came, the Suez Canal. Is there any more admin to do once it arrives? Or is yeah, that... you got to get it registered for the road and pay tax and, and put the, put the fog, rear fog light. The, the UK are obsessed with rear fog lights. You'd like to make your life difficult, don't yeah, you? So but, what happened? But to I you? made, I made. But in many ways, it's very much like the Christmas period. You say yes to stuff like gigs at the Charlatans, and then, <laughs> and then when they come round, you're like, this, "This is not a good time for me." What, Peter? What um, inspired you to buy a, a car from China to import it here when you've already got a big Jaguar? Um, because it just wasn't me. I reckon I could make a bit of money off both projects, selling one and um, selling the other as well. Is this a and family then, car? It's big enough for a family. It's got Isofix. <laughs> That's the main Great. thing. Okay. And and so and when's it due to arrive? Um, I think early January. I would recommend when I can right. least use that time. Well, I would recommend um, anyone who's out there. If you've yeah. got a friend who is is important to be in the, the part of Southampton. <laughs> no, no, who's importing a car from China and they've got <laughs> real time updates. The Japan, sorry. Um, real-time updates on their phone and you can watch the car and mm. the cargo ship it's on and where it is. Yeah. It's actually like strangely exciting to watch. It is, yeah. So it's on the Wisdom Ace. Um, it's in the it's in the Red Sea. Actually, it's going up, the, it's just leaving the, the Suez Canal now, so... Um, Probably a lot of admin to get through the Suez Canal, is it? Probably takes ages. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's, it's off to Barcelona, I think it's the next bit, but it's, um, it's I think it's just stopped in, stopped in Egypt. How does that work? What yeah. do you think of that life? Well, it'd be an amazing life, wouldn't it? I, I, I do because I see them out my window every day. These these big tankers coming coming uh, down the Thames. You do sort of go. I mean, I know you're at sea for like thirty days each time, but um, there's something quite romantic about you know becoming completely anonymous and just living yeah, on a on a on a car ferry. Yeah, but I don't think it's like the cutty sark, is it? It's not no. like he's not like you're not climbing the rigging and getting spanked for being a naughty boy like you. Would no, be. yeah, you're just hanging out with quite dull merchant seamen. 
Or I think a lot of the um, crew members of those types of ships are um, Filipino. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the captains are Greek, I think, or ship owners are Greek, I think. Right, okay. Um, but what, what's quite fascinating to men of our age is the Suez Canal and the Panama Canal. Absolute game changers. I think they're both... It probably... It goes... It doesn't probably go said enough how much that's changed the world. Yeah. Given the topography and the geography of how the world actually operates, mm. those two big canals are fucking unbelievable. Mm. There's a brilliant book, a Jean Le Carre book. Is it The Tailor of Panama? The yes. title would suggest that it is. <laughs> which is based in Panama yeah, and um, everything that goes on there and because the Panama have now I think Panama have like they're kind of an interesting country because they're basically I think a vassal state of the United States mm. they don't have a they don't even have their own currency or anything it's, mm. all, it's all dollarized and just how it's obviously the home of a lot of quite opaque business and spycraft kind of dealings mm. quite a fascinating place and it's, and it's all centered around the canal basically which changed the world I, I'd love to see what I'd like to do I'd Make like another to, canal. I'd like to read a book about how that's happened. I would. Well, how the? I would. I would vor- voraciously consume a book about the Panama or the Suez Canal. Yeah. Um. Like you wouldn't believe. I so, mean, it didn't didn't like because it was a big part of we did Disraeli in A Level History. He was like he bought a lot of he bought a lot of those shares, didn't he? The Suez Canal. Is that, was that buying, his thing? Was it? He was just. But he was really hot on the um on the Suez Canal. Um, he saw it coming. He was a visionary, probably. Mm, I think the Roth, Rothschilds were, were involved as well. Interesting. Yeah, read about that. Just Disraeli Dis, Dis and uh, Gladstone, just two of the most fascinating prime ministers. I, imagine, if you will, Rishi Sunak just walking the streets of London at night trying to talk to prostitutes about, <laughs> uh, about, about um, Jesus. Um, imagine if... You imagine him getting away with that well, I think Rishi, in the same way that Gladstone got away with that. Rishi Sunak's a Hindu as well, though, so it would be a bit out of character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be out of character, um, yeah. Um, if he's going to start, all right, fine. Hindus. <laughs> so Benjamin Disraeli was essentially, for those listening who don't know, and I don't know much about it, but he's basically one of the founders, really, of the modern conservative party, right? The yeah, one, one nation yeah. con- compassionate conservative. Is that what people say about him? I've never studied Disraeli. I don't know anything about him. No, I can't remember much about him. It was all fucking... It was peeling the corn laws back then, wasn't it? It was after that. I think it was quite a bit after that, wasn't it? Nah, Um, not really. But London was a fascinating place around then, right? Mm. So, so, you know, obviously we're getting our our years mixed up and stuff, but I I sometimes wish that I could have spent some time in London when it was this eminently walkable, drivable, and dare I say... This is a this is an opinion of someone of immense privilege, and I recognise that. Mm. Actually, a little bit more dangerous, just to see oh, what it'd be like. Do you know what I remember? I remember first moving to London in two thousand four, mm. and Soho still feeling a bit edgy, you know. Yeah, and then obviously the 10, 15, 20 years before that, it was properly edgy. That Ian Brown um, F E A R video where he drives back, he rides backwards on Great a bike point. past yeah. my old house. Yeah. Um, it just looked like a completely different world. And that was only like 20 years, 25 years, 20, 20, 20 years. Late, like that. late 90s, yeah. maybe. Yeah. So it's a very, very different city mm. now. Um, but yeah, I mean, fascinating stuff. I mean, I think the thing is that you hear a lot of stories, don't you, of like really famous politicians, royalty back in the day, traveling out in disguise, effectively, out mm. in London to try and have like normal lives and stuff. Yeah. Which, which obviously you and I don't No camera do. phones? No, exactly. No. That's all part of it as well. That is absolutely part of it as well um peter hello did you hear jeremy vine's um 
uh, <laughs> latest Alan Partridge moment. Uh, was that the one about the arm? Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> it is so good. It's only 34 seconds. I'm going to play it yeah. out. And says, when I was eight, my parents had a boat on the river Hull. One day it rained. The river rose. My parents let my 12-year-old brother drive the boat. We were sunbathing on deck. I went to get a drink, just as the galley caved in, because what he'd done is accelerated into Ticton Bridge. I don't know why I'm laughing. The co- this, Okay, this is not good. The collision took my mum's arm off. <laughs> I always read ahead. Here's what I don't like about that. Right. It's a flagship BBC Radio 2 show. Right. I've worked at radio at a far lower level than that. Yeah. You're reading your correspondence ahead of time. I know, you, the, I know the exec on that show. Tell Outrageous. us more. I just know the exec. That's, that's Any all. good? She's very, she's very good. Yeah. Well, how's that happen <laughs> then? <laughs> how's that happen then? <laughs> but like, but shoot, there's only one person who can fix that by reading ahead. He needs to read ahead. I don't think that's you should. I don't think you should go. That's the host's fault, isn't it? The host should be reading ahead. Listen, when, having all, a little quick scan. All I'm saying is, I think the way that losing an arm, I think the way you scan that, you wouldn't necessarily pick up on a horrific cleaving of bone from flesh. You would pick up. You would just sort of lost an arm. Like it just sounds doesn't sound as serious. I would say. So I think that the the email writer has got it wrong. If this is a pre production conversation, <laughs> right, and you're hosting, right, and I'm the producer, yeah. What I'm now saying is. We're not doing the we're arm. We're not doing the arm. We're not mentioning the arm. No. We're either going to do the story and have a chuckle <laughs> yeah. or we're going to kill it. Just take the arm, just take the arm off <laughs> like she did. But I will tell you this, mm. as a man who is a veteran of presenting live on TalkSport on a Friday night as people are leaving the pub, mm. you are, I'll tell you, boy, you are you reading are some, ahead of you are, time. You are, you are reading the cards ahead of time. You are getting some spicy lads. Because some of them take a turn. Right. Some of them take a turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had people calling in, burping down the phone. <laughs> Slur, yes. slurring all over the place yes so trust me on that you've it's got probably to do quite it. a good because t- I only ever get to hear that station uh, in the morning when I'm driving in and it's astonishingly um, uh, uh, wobbly at that time but like I think at that point in the day I'd, I'd love to see someone who has, hasn't got that firm a hand on the tiller just letting whoever wants to get in there call. was an element of the fact I think there was an element when I was doing it and I did it one year I did it for a while with Danny Kelly who's just mm. brilliant so they've already came up because he was just all over everything and he was amazing. But the year I did it on my own, which was a fucking mm. shambles, there was an element, I think, I'm not going to call anyone out individually, but there was an element... Throwing you to the lions? No, of just like, everyone's in the pub. So no one's going to fucking listen. Yeah, just yeah, do what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I obviously don't think that's the healthiest thing you could do because, yeah. because you know you need to at least behave like there are listeners. <laughs> but I mean, I, I just think it's astonishing that stuff gets to that level. I mean, we talked about it on Monday a bit about the woman doing the fucking middle finger. It's almost like, I might have mentioned this once or twice before, but when you come out of uni and you study, when I first, to you the first time around, I did a bit of media, and you're told all this stuff by these kind of academically angled people about how radio or TV actually works. Mm. And they say stuff like, well, you have to remember, the moment you step on the studio floor, <laughs> no one swears. You're, you're never on your own when there's a mic in the room. And it's like, yeah. most people are just normal and don't fucking do that. But mm. like most people just fucking push it and push it and it becomes like second nature to them because it's just their job mm. and then they get caught out doing stupid shit like that that should never have got to air mm. on the fucking Radio 2 I mean to be fair Radio 2 is quite patchy at times they'll have just they'll have people um, broadcasting from their homes and they're in the bathroom I, I don't know why That's they weird. choose the echoiest room I don't know how they get away with it to be quite frank usually yeah. the big celebrities get to do it during Covid you'll know more about this than me but during Covid 
I had to broadcast from my spare room on mm. TalkSport. And some guy came to my house and opened up a whole new world of broadband connectivity that I knew it didn't know existed. <laughs> Using this like is it IPLDT or something. Right. It's a weird thing, right? Just It gave me super fast, reliable Vice, broadband connection. Voice over IP. Crystal clarity. Mm. It was like, um, what's the, what they used to ISDN. use? ISDN. It's like ISDN. But is modern. someone there now? Is, is, is ISDN still around? Um, no, I think they kill. I think BT killed it this year. I want to say maybe. There's no need it's to use very it. Very expensive. Yeah. Well, because broadband's just as, broadband's just good in it. Business lines is better. Why is it when we do sometimes do shows with some of our colleagues here that their their home connection's crap? Um, uh, user error usually. <laughs> Operator error. I thought you were going to say that. Yeah. Um, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll do some batteries because it's Thursday, and I've got an email too as well that I'd like to cover, Peter. If that's okay with you. Okie dokie then. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's a little bit... <laughs> you okay? <laughs> no, it's a little bit sure. That should there? never have got to air. Um, <laughs> it's the little bit Every single Thursday on the show, we uh, go through your battery brands, what you have got in touch uh, with. Um, and we're going to be doing it again, to be quite frank, because George has come in with some absolute stonkers. Uh, hello, gents. Long time listener. First time Emily here. I was cleaning out my parents' house the other day when I came across a uh, lucky Japanese waving cat. I believe they're called uh, Maneki Niko, Niko, if uh, Peter's aware of them. I took it upon myself to try and get it working again and, and found these top craft batteries hidden inside. I asked my brother, who's a long-term uh, listener, and he can't remember ever hearing them, so he can share the blame if they've been submitted many times before. 
I attached uh, the photo of said cat um, uh, alongside the batteries. No idea where it came from. I believe it may have been a gift from a family friend, but even my parents don't know. Thanks for reading and keep the fantastic show. All the best, George. Um, he's coming with um, Top Craft. Top Craft. Nice bowl in the background. Of that photo Nice bowl well. in the background. And I just like the fact that this family um, suddenly acquires a, a lucky golden cat and nobody knows where it came from. Yeah. I think that's utterly charming, quite frankly. Um, new players. New players. Late in the day and you're coming with something so decipherable as top craft it's great stuff I've even searched for the quotation marks yeah it's lovely stuff George um, can I just give you a little insight into the battery section of this show the, l- thought, the lucky Japanese waving cat has served you well there I think you'll like this mm. um, so I was at an industry party earlier this week and you yes. were there f- oh, you didn't. You couldn't make it you no were, you I went to working. a different one yeah and you were working as well um, but you'll like this and I think people listening to this show will like this I got chatting to a guy mm. who is I would say quite a reasonable sized player in the podcast industry right. works for a very reputable very serious company mm. um, doing narrative stuff right. shows you would have heard of okay. I don't want to embarrass him so I'm not right. going to mention his name or the show and he runs a dog fighting ring <laughs> no he's like Luke and Pete show's the best podcast yes he was like, you, get us some money <laughs> you know what he was saying to me he's going to me stuff like what you've done I know what you've done I know what you've done. We don't. Yeah. So <laughs> Good, because we don't. Obviously, I was there, I'm standing there holding a the beer going, yeah, you tell me what I've done, because I've got no idea. <laughs> Let's he, write this down, put like, it in a deck. You've distilled broadcasting down to its very Ooh. essence. Ooh. You get in Not there, sure. you just you just record, mm. and that's it. And whatever goes out, goes out. And that, for me, is a lot of that around. It's fantastic broadcasting. <laughs> it's a lot of that and, around. And I, and I was like, he's like, what you got to understand is sometimes it takes me two years to do a, a series. <laughs> and I'm right. like, so it's just obviously the opposite. Right, yeah. And he said, batteries, genius, how do you think of it? Mm. And I was like, I'm not really sure it is. Just one of those things, isn't it, Peter? Mm. I just popped the batteries out of a remote mm. in a hotel room one day. We'll we'll move on to something else after all the batteries have run out, but <clears throat> we've not run out since. We haven't. How many years has it gone going now? Three years of batteries? Mate. Mate. I think it's seven years. <clears throat> it's not been gone seven years. Six we years. We didn't do it from Luke and Pete's summer. We did at the end of the summer. That right. was 2017. Good God. That was our last feature. <laughs> it ain't broke. That was our last feature that we did. If the batteries haven't Amazing. run out, don't recharge it. Right, what's next? Uh, David has come in with uh, Golden Queen. I was using my um, oximeter and it died, so when I replaced it, I found these Golden Queen batteries uh, and was wondering if they are new player. David, oximeters, oximeters? Oxim- oximeter, I would say, yeah. Oximeter. What's it for? I presume it's one of those little clippy things you put on the end of your um, finger to measure the oxygen, blood oxygen, I think. You're not going to have a double A in there, though. Well, that's what I was thinking. There's two double A's in there. Wild. I don't Mm. know what it is. Um, Anyway, David, thank you for sending them in. You are, unfortunately, the second person to send those in. Our friend Evan Miller sent those in, I think, around um, June of... 2022 oh David so you're a bit behind the curve but you are only the second person to send them in so it's not Sit too down, bad breathe, circular breathing just breathe get more oxygen in yeah. and you'll be fine use your oximeter right. use your oximeter um, I to puke and late uh, I couldn't help but notice that last week was a very rare not out of three Jesus not out of three in Thursday's Battery Roundup. Uh, this is Tom McDanielson. Thank you, Tom. I'm by no means growing tired of the places and devices our cylindrical friends have discovered or the delightful uh, nomenclature um, designed to them, designated to them. Uh, but uh, could I add some jeopardy into the section? I can't see this happening anytime soon, but I propose uh, that if we go a full month, four weeks of the calendar with no new player, then the beloved Battery Bash is uh, put to bed in the Battery Daddy in the sky. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Is that fair enough? Yeah. If we go a month mm. without any new players, yeah. we've got the writings on the wall. The writings on the wall. Have we gone... We've got pretty close here and there, haven't we? 
I don't feel like I think it's we did, ever... I think we did two shows and then I think we didn't do the um, feature the week after. I don't know. Anyway, if that hasn't got your attention, can I pair it with a submission of my own? As the official Luke and Pete Goldsmith, uh, I found these little gems in a very cheap set of scales in my workshop. Enter Dianne Weir. Dianne Weir. Dianne Weir. So, Tom, you are the second person to send those in. Our friend Joe sent some Dianne Weir batteries in uh, in February of this year. Right. And it was in his granddaughter's musical book. We've got a grandfather's listening to this show, mate. Yeah. Great I can't amazing. I can't help but think, um, Tom, that you are trying to stack this feature. You're trying to crash this feature into the side of the jetty. But yeah, it could be, but I do like that he's a goldsmith. Yeah, well he's a, he's the official looking picture goldsmith for crying out loud. I like anyone whose job involves them being a smith. Yeah, how a many smiths are there? Blacksmith. Goldsmith. Goldsmith. It just seems like a job where someone will tell Morrissey. you that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But it does. Smiths don't exist anymore. <laughs> I don't. Sure. When I was down in, um, I used to um, spend a fair amount of time down in the town, the mar- beautiful market town, actually, of Devizes in Wiltshire. There's just every new day, there's a new fucking place to think about in England. <laughs> I don't need you. I don't need anything from you on this. <laughs> what they were saying, though, that that's where the Wadworth Brewery is. Right. right? They make six eggs, a lot of other real ales, that kind of stuff. Yeah. They, when I was there once, this is years ago, they had a big town-wide campaign to find a new Cooper. Someone who makes barrels. Right. Because they were saying, like, we running are, out of barrels. our Cooper's about to retire. Right. He's got no apprentice for the first time in, like, however many years. Are they not just made in factories now? They're one of the only companies that still do it the traditional way. It's do part it properly, of their thing. Right. And they were really trying hard to find a Cooper. Uh, I don't know if they found one or not. I'd love to know if they did. I hope they did. Well, I hope they, uh, they, they, they put their money where the mouth was and increased the amount of money it takes. Is it sad that people don't want to do that stuff anymore? Well, I think it's slightly naive when presumably barrels get made quite easily with with yeah, but machines. That's the, but that's the price of everything and the value of nothing. It is, it? yeah, yeah. But I, but I don't think there's any intrinsic um, value. I mean, maybe as, maybe as a gamer, I'm just always blowing them up. But like, <laughs> is, like there's no... Uh, You're picking them up and throwing them on the floor and getting an apple. For me, like, pe- like booze people talk about barrels way too much. It's just the thing that stores the thing. I don't like it when people replace the type of beer they drink for a personality. Yeah, I like um, in um, the Far East where they serve Red Bull in carrier bags. Do they? Yeah, that's just just easier. I'd invoke a rule that every single person that has an in-depth conversation about the particular type of beer they're drinking in the Mm. pub, automatically the barman or the landlord rings a bell and that person has to drink a pint of lager. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I, we were in a, um, a, a one of those silly pubs um, last night. Very briefly, um, I, I ordered a drink. Nobody else did, so I had to walk walk down the street drinking it. Um, well, I couldn't get a drink. It was like I five could, deep oh, at the bar. I can I because everyone was talking about tasting notes and wanting to test a little bit with their little little glass. Um, but um, I did order a, a lager. She just said, "I mean, would you like?" Uh, that one's getting changed, that barrel. But would you like a slightly lighter lager at four point five? Four point five. Everyone lager's like three. <laughs> Yeah. Terrible. In the US, it's terrible for that. All the beers are so fucking strong. All I was saying was... Are they? The... Oh, yeah. Surely not. You go to one of those craft beer places in the US... But the off-the-peg... St- oh, yeah, and it's all like tens and stuff. Yeah. They're all stouts. But, but like, an off-the-peg one, they're all light beers, aren't they? They're all lagers. They're all Miller Lights and... and, and yeah, the lager Michelob scene, and stuff. The lager Ugh. scene in your Commonwealth Garden bar is fucking poor. Disgusting. Yeah. Um, all I was going to say about the Cooper thing, about Cooper, obviously, as someone who makes barrels... What I was going to say was, I understand there's no, perhaps, economic value. Getting emotional. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want my voice broken. <laughs> there's no economic value in that. 
But I just feel like it would be nice to have a little cottage industry of it. Yeah. Yes, but it would. But then the barrels would be 400 quid each. You'd be like, well, just, what do you want? Just buy one. I didn't just buy one decorative barrel. Yeah. yeah. Put it put, at the entrance. Put your oats in it. And put the menu on top. Yes. That's the only time you see a barrel, really, isn't it? Yeah. I've got no business with I'd love to see anymore. you making a barrel. I, I imagine it takes a lot of, like, chest strength. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you, you, you probably have to get, like, the wood really wet and then pull the hot. And no one uses those chest things anymore, do they? So no. no one's got any chest strength now. I wonder where my dad's one went to that. Yeah. It's fucking lethal. It wasn't really it wasn't really a summer's um afternoon for me if my one of my uncles didn't get that chest hairs caught in those springs. <laughs> which is like the major kind of concern about using one of those yeah. chest pull things. <laughs> but anyway, so thank you to Tom. Um that's not a new player. But one no. new player this week, so the battery feature is protected for yet another week. Sorry, Thomas. Um, sorry about that, mate. Uh, I want to finish with an email here from Dan about if I may, Peter. Yes. Uh, which is, uh, hi team, I love the show as always. It's a slightly long one, but hopefully worth your time. Luke's reference to office culture, tea making and microwaving tuna has prompted me to email in. The microwaving tuna bit comes from when I worked at TalkSport. There's a guy called Ian Abrahams there. His nickname is The Moose. He is um, a character, shall we say. And I was on the breakfast papers. So I started work at like 5.30 in the morning. Mm. He was doing the early morning shift on the sports desk. Yeah. He was always there really early to the point where at about 7 a.m. it was his lunchtime. And he would microwave tuna in the office at like 7 a.m. <laughs> First of all, you don't even need to microwave tuna. You can no. just fucking have it as it is. Have it, have it cold. And that's where that came from. Anyway, mm. um, I'll let Dan pick up the story. He says, I used to work in car sales and like many sales jobs, the bar for entry at the time was mostly, are you a good bloke with a bit about you? <laughs> anyway, one colleague, let's call him Dave, was due to celebrate his birthday. So we had a whip round and we all donated £5 with the kitty coming to £60. He was in the process of paying for a wedding and used to save £5 notes. So we agreed the best thing to do would put £50 worth in the card and spend the remainder on his lunchtime essentials, which at the time, <laughs> this is depressing, were tuna, rice and double strength orange squash. Dave ate this every day, microwaving the rice and tuna together because cold tuna isn't very nice, according to him, and washed down with a hefty glass of double strength orange squash. Is that like sort of high juice, kind of like you mix yeah. with water? Yeah. Right, okay. He's not, just, no, he's, just not, he's not just slamming that back. No, it's the double construct raw. that you only have to use half a mount to yeah. top up with yeah. water. Imagine, just imagine having that for lunch every day. <laughs> Unfortunately, the treasurer for this birthday, let's call him Keith, <laughs> misunderstood the task and spent £50 in Lidl on tuna, rice and orange squash. <laughs> two bagfuls of the stuff. To my memory, this came to four times two litre bottles of squash, ten packets of rice and 20 tins of tuna. The fateful day to hand over the presents came, but before he had the chance to ask a question about his decision making, Keith, who enjoyed dabbling with quite a lot of narcotics, came over very pale and was soon sat shaking profusely under his desk with the rest of us not sure what he was doing. Who knows, this could have been a masterstroke to avoid being held to account, but we didn't see much more of Keith after that because the on-site first aider had to help him out of the office. In regards to Dave present, we scraped together another £20 for the card and presented him with his lunchtime essentials, and he was absolutely over the moon. <laughs> Cheers, Dan. Right. A little insight into the working life of a, of a car sales office, I would say. Yeah. I, I'm not really sure why... Why was he not very well? I'm confused how, how, he, got, how he got on well. Right between the lines. Right, okay. Too much tuna. Too much tuna. Too much mercury. Too much tuna. Is it mercury that's in tuna? Interesting. Uh, I'm going to say yes. Lithium? No, mercury. 
I think it's it mercury. I think it's. I think you can overdose yeah. on tuna, can't you, for some kind of metallic reason? Oh yeah, anything like un- uncooked, um, uncooked um, tuna and salmon and stuff. If you eat a lot of sushi, that's yeah. I think yeah. As I always say to you around this kind of time when this comes up, magnesium, we had a, potassium. We had a mercury maze in our house in the eighties, yeah, and it leaked out. Went in the house. No, somewhere. Knew where it went. no one cared. Yeah, I Literally found a lot no of lead in my dad's um, pencil uh, house, and uh, and I was just like. Squeezing it because lead's fascinating to sort of manipulate, but I'm like, I sh- should have washed my hands, really, shouldn't I? I'm I mean, sure it's not that bad. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad on the. Um, I don't think it's I, a moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips, Luke. I don't think you should be eating it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just think because people who start like lead, lead um, kids in the fifties used to play with lead toys or lead paint, maybe. Yeah, so we had so like, why would you make toys out of lead? Because it's quite flexible. I, it must I, have been an yeah, alloy of sorts. I think so. Weirdly enough, when we were a kid, and I, I might be doing my parents a disservice here, I hope not, mm. I don't know how this happened, but my dad somehow got hold of a single swing. It's like, you know a swing yeah, set yeah, you get? Yeah, 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 yeah. He got hold of one, yeah, and he took it to our house, and he basically installed it into our garden with like concrete blocks. Nice, solid, yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. Um, we were allowed to plan it, we had our own swing. It was rusty as fuck. <laughs> I'm. It was bright blue and orange, mm. and I'm fairly certain that the paint was lead. Right. Okay. Covered in lead paint. Well, I mean, if you're not, it used to cover. It used to um, mark your hands. Peel oh, it the off. chain was covered in lead. No, the, the frame. Why are you touching the frame? That's not swinging. I think. I mean, no one said to me, "Don't touch the frame." I was well, like ten. You got no business touching the frame. Hands off the frame. It's my own fault. Everything's <laughs> it's happened since fault. It's my own fault. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think. So the more I think back about some of the projects <laughs> that my parents used to embark upon when we were kids, the weirder it is. Mm. That was one of them. Mm. The other one was my dad at one point, we went on holiday to the US, mm. must have been early 90s, and he noticed that a lot of the cars had little, almost like mascots mm. on the car aerials. Yes, yeah, little balls, yeah. Yeah, bought about six boxes of them. Oh, why? Because imported it, them to set to no sell one's them. them on. No one's doing them in the UK, right? So I'll, I'll get yeah, them. Yeah, I'll yeah. do it. Nothing happened. Just stayed there. That's the thing, though, isn't it? It sounds like he's a bit. He's a bit of me. You have this idea, but then you don't. Really I love have that he had the, the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, Cause like, yeah. Because like you imagine that, like as soon as you have a kid, you gotta be sensible. But then he's just buying a lot of little little yeah. mascots from America. Yeah. Went mad on it. I guess we don't have that many massive. Uh, spread out car parks because it's to notice your car, isn't it? It's also in a, in a, in it's a busy also car park. A lack of vision because cars don't have those areas anymore, do they? No, but I mean they did for a long time, didn't they? Car yeah. areas were, were a big thing. I think he could have just gone down the local. It was a very at the time a very busy, but you know, kind of bustling market, and he could have just mm. got a pitch there and sold them. Probably, yeah. People wouldn't have given a shit, would they? You would have to explain to them what they're for, though, wouldn't you? Put this on your car aerial. Why? Because the Americans are doing it. Yeah. That's how McDonald's got launched. And also, if everyone's got one, you can't find your car, can you? <laughs> They're identical, yeah. It's quite difficult. Yeah. I remember once I went into my Saturday job and had a car at the time. And when I finished the shift, I spent about 40 minutes trying to find my car. Yeah. And then I realised I had to get the bus in because the car had broken down like a day or two before. Oh, and you forgot you even had yeah, a car yeah. and, and access to a proper car. Made an absolute cunt of myself. Yeah. I've done half an hour at Heathrow T5 parking. <laughs> Have you? Just completely forgotten where I put my car. That is a disaster. Uh, so I just, why didn't I, I, I know where it down? But I do think in those, so you know for the future, I think that you can go to the office and they'll tell you. 
because it's number plate recognition. I think they know where they are. Oh, that's so a nice touch. That. Beautiful. You look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. But you can do that. Hello, I can't be here. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I found a little hack as well. I don't know if anyone listening will ever park in Heathrow and if they use other car parks or whatever, but I always use that one because it's like authentic. And I also heard that the other ones, they just use your car as a fucking holiday car and drive around <laughs> while you're away. Um, and I only paid an extra £30 last time for valet parking. Mm. with a six-month-old son. But that's for space reasons, though, isn't it? Like, they, you give them the valet and they, and they drive up because there's just not enough room, is there? But, mate, and they drive it somewhere I, else. I cannot tell you how much it, how much value it was, mm. given that you just got back from a red-eye yeah, with yeah. a six-month-old and your car's just there. Yeah, bringing the car around. It's brilliant. Jeeves. It's Lovely. fucking brilliant. Anyway, well, on that note, let's get out of it. It's good living. Take good us living. home. Take us home. Um, we'll be back on uh, Monday with more looking picture fun. We still need your Christmas emails, messages, and all of that. Uh, do give us a, um, a little bell. Hello, looking picture.com. Let us know uh, the weird kind of things that your family do during Christmas and also just all kinds of uh, any traditions, any yeah. arguments, bust up mainly. That'd be lovely. Good. Yeah, that'd be nice. That perfect. All right, we'll see you on Monday. Thanks very much. Have a great weekend. Ta da. Complete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.